Prophecy Club. This is continuing our broadcast and our interview with Andre Bronkhorst from yesterday. Miraculous provision will come to those who bless Israel. Famine and destruction will come to those who do not. Their demonic overlords will show their true colors as their anger grows in this season of expansion of Israel's borders and influence. Prepare for the advance of the seventh day. Return to your first love. Bless from your position of blessing. Take note of your leader's position on Israel. The time of the greatest awakening has arrived, and the time of the greatest harvest is upon us. Andre Bronkhorst, your comments. So, first of all, um, I want listeners to understand that we prophesy in part. And so I've, this is a word that God has given me specifically in one area. And I think it's a lot focused on Israel specifically when I received that word. But there's been many prophecies that has been given out there. Um, and the many prophecies uh, that you have given and that you've accumulated that has different aspects or part of this. And so this is, it's impossible. God don't just give the entire message to one person or one individual. He shares it with us, um, with his prophets globally. Yes, so, so he shares um, it with his prophets globally, not just one individual. And I think you've got a whole, um, uh, you've got a whole file of prophecies about these times that we're in right now. There's things that you have seen that I see that many different people have seen in this time now. That the word that God has given me there was specifically focused on Israel, and I really believe that God has used President Trump strategically to to move the embassy back to Jerusalem. And that's a big, there was a big shift, not just in the natural, but in the spirit as well of what we're seeing um, right now. And so this is what God has revealed to me, the importance of Israel during this time. And this is what I have seen in this. Okay, uh, let's talk about where you say here a recession for a short season. Do you have any idea how deep, how bad that recession is going to be and how short or long the season is going to be to the best that you can recollect? This word is a word that I received in the beginning of this year already. And so when it comes to that recession, I mean, I believe different nations, different parts, but this has already started in March in my nation, South Africa, where I'm from. And so I've seen this already in March. It already started to happen and we are in this. Uh, right now going through this and so it is all affected prophecy is conditional and it's conditional to regarding faith and obedience and so this is really going to depend on our political leaders but also our spiritual leaders in what they do from here on meaning god can really move and and everything can shift uh, quickly but we are in a war right now between these principal uh, principalities and that's why i said that there's a ten temper tantrum that they're throwing and uh, in the spirit there's a war is a battle going on globally the enemy is not happy with what is happening and he's trying to put a stop to it and trying to find fight his people and that's where we are in right now and so this is gonna um, really depend on spiritual leaders and also those authorities those that make decisions because our decisions have consequences that's why I'm praying for godly leaders and our politicians that they would make the right choices because this can be a short season. This can be over by the end of this year or this can continue um, in uh, as, as long 
as they keep on making the bad, uh, the wrong decisions. And so I would say um, things would start to change. And that's why I said in 2021, I do sense the influx of souls specifically that's coming in. But we have to learn to come into agreement with God. Well, based upon what Coverstone was told and my interpretation of it, it appears that this uh, storm that Shane Warren and Coverstone also saw is going to be concluding on Passover 2021, March 27th, and that is my interpretation. Now, second question. You also say that after the storm, there's going to be a time of prosperity, and that's also confirmed in the mouth of many other people. Tell us about that prosperity, and what are you sensing there? I sense that there is kingdom wealth, kingdom wealth and kingdom resources. And uh, I don't want to go into detail, but I have actually walked into that room, into the place, into the facility where that resources and that physical wealth, that <laughs> that commodity is. I've seen it, not in the spirit, in the natural. I've seen the wealth really? that God has, has prepared for his people. Um, and You've now, seen it. So I've, I've seen it. And so I I was in the room. I've I'm getting it. excited. I've been, in, I've been in the place, but I mean, I'm limited in what I can say in the public um, <laughs> regarding it. But there's kingdom resources that God has prepared for his people. It's there. Okay, so let me, let me right confirm now. what you're saying. Now, Proverbs 13.22 says that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just, which is an unfulfilled yes. prophecy. So we believe yes. that at some point God is going to turn a lot of wealth into the hands of the yes. church. You're saying you know for a fact in the natural that fact. that's true. And I've seen it. Wow. I've seen the resources itself. I've been in that room and in that place where it is. I've seen it. I can even tell you where it is. But anyway, so that wealth is there. <laughs> I'm uh, listening. <laughs> we, <laughs> we're not concerned about whether it's there. It's there. It is available. But there's a shift that has to take place. And my concern is not that there is not wealth. My concern is that God does not have stewards that is ready to walk with that wealth. And that is my concern. The, the problem is not is not the resources, but the stewards. We need people that are stewards with kingdom resources. And so this wealth that I'm talking about is connected. It's kingdom wealth that's connected to kingdom projects. It's not for personal gain. It's not for um, individuals. And unfortunately, we've seen Many people, men and women of God and sinners, when money shows up, it causes more problems. And this is where I feel that God is really raising us up to be stewards of kingdom wealth. What does it mean? It means that with that wealth that God is giving you a mandate and a purpose of what to do with it. It's not just to enrich yourself. It's not just for your own family and for your church. It's kingdom wealth. And it is way more than, I mean, than than people need to, to, to for their personal gain. It is resources that is, I want to say, unlimited, but it has kingdom projects assigned to it. Then you say that there is a harvest of souls coming in the year 2021, not 2020, 2021, which will outnumber the souls, uh, the sum of souls for the past 20 years. Tell us about that. That's, 
So I saw, um, and this is a prophecy, it's what I saw in the spirit, is I saw an influx of souls being won. And this is what I really feel what the battle is, that the enemy, so uh, if we have to be real, the real fight here is people's souls. What we're experiencing right now is just a natural shaking of something spiritual. What is at hand? Eternity is at hand. Everlasting life is at hand. And so this is what all this is about. It's not about natural power. It's spiritual principalities that's fighting over people's souls for eternity. And I sense that there's going to be an influx of souls, of people that are going to come to Christ after this. And I believe that the persecution and what we're facing is part of it. Because um, one thing that America specifically lacks right now is a hunger and a desire for God. Now, what does what does famine do? Famine creates a hunger. What does trial and tribulation do? It creates a hunger and a desire again. And so suddenly people are seeing systems are failing. Politicians are failing. Government is failing. Now, um, government is not our source. God is our source. And so what is happening is through the shaking, it is causing people to get down on their knees and to seek God again. They're learning because they're building their life on, on sand, and suddenly that sand is crumbling, and they're realizing that this is not stable. And so it's bringing people back to God and uh, to say, God, I need you, and I want to build my life on you. And that is the influx of souls that I sense. I saw in the Spirit. I saw millions of people coming to Christ, coming to Christ in the year 2021. Wow. You are getting me excited, brother. Okay, next point. You say that there's going to be an exposing of false teachers and false prophets on an unprecedented level. Explain. Yes. been many teachers um, that, uh, and uh, earlier when I spoke about resources, people that have used and abused the church for this, for their personal gain. People think that every church that's out there uh, is there because um, they have a heart for God. And that's not true. There's many churches today that's misleading people. There's many ministries out there today that is that is only in that ministry for personal gain for themselves. They don't care about the kingdom of God and his people. And then also a lot of people that, that are using, and the word tells us that in the last days people will use it for selfish gain. And so people are, we have celebrity prophets, we have celebrity ministers that we see globally. And suddenly they are attracting more glory and fame to themselves and they're losing track of building the kingdom of God. And this is what I sense is going to be exposed. People that have been misleading and uh, people that have given doctrines and teachings to people where they're misleading people away from God and away from his kingdom for selfish gain. They want, they want uh, people to follow them, not Christ, even though they do it in his name, those ministries and individuals will be exposed in public um, and people will see for what it's worth because God is not going to allow that any longer for people to be abused in his name. This is kind of tough to ask this, but are we talking about a very, very small percentage? The reason I ask is because <laughs> when I watch the people on TV, <laughs> the, the Christian the Christian programs, I, I can't, I can't watch them. And, and people send me to these other Christian websites and, 
you know, I, I can't watch them. It's like and the same thing to with Wesley. To be honest like, with you, I think it's big. I don't think it's a small minority. That's I what think I thought. It's a yes. very, very big group of people who have started right. They were not false in the beginning. They started right with the right motive, but then they started to drift off track. Now, God is very gracious. God will keep on giving people chance over and over. He's gracious. But then one day he exposes it. Um, and we've seen this with um, Judas and Peter. The difference between Judas and Peter is that Judas um, was wicked and Peter was weak. There's a big difference between wickedness and weakness. God has grace for weakness. When people are weak and make mistakes, he's got grace for that. But when people become wicked, he does not have grace for wickedness. Well, I'm sure you've experienced this, too. I remember, by the way, the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life is to start a church. You never, ever, ever want to start or plant a church unless God tells you to do it. And then you yes. you should not rejoice. It's very difficult. But one of the things that has ripped my heart out the most and you have to understand, you know, as an old door-to-door salesman, as a former sales course instructor, I learned a long time ago to have a pretty thick skin. That is, until I memorized the book of Revelation and God began to change my, my heart. But, but So back to the thick skin. But I tell you what, when I see people, you know, I, I work so hard to try to get the church just right, the chairs just right, the, the overhead, the project, I get all of everything. You know, I make a little nest like a like a hen does for her eggs. And so then we finally have a guest come in and then sometimes they don't even sit through the whole sermon and or they don't come back again or or they make a beeline for the door. I mean, it just rips my heart out. It just rips my heart. out, And so. There's something inside of me that turns and wants to look at my heart and say, Stan, what, you, you need a new mouthwash? <laughs> you know, yeah. do you need to change your perfume or your cologne or your aftershave or you, you, you need to change tie? I mean, what's wrong with you, boy? What's wrong? Because, yeah. and, and finally it boils down to, I must be doing something wrong. And I know that happens to them. It's happened to me. So then they start saying, it's kind of like when you're behind in a racquetball game or a baseball. I'm doing something wrong. Why am I? Why I got to switch? I, I, I'm losing. And so, someplace in there, the pastor says, "You know, I'm losing, I'm losing people, not getting them." So, what do we got to do to to fill this place up? I mean, so it's a problem. You know what I'm talking about? That's why God has given us a word. He said that He will build His church, and so we stay on track with that. Um, uh, again, in our early earlier conversation we have to stand before god one day and we have to we have to give account to him and so it doesn't matter whether you have 10 people in your church or whether you have thousands of people in your church you have to make sure that your doctrine is right and pure and you have to make sure that you are doing what he asked you to do and that is our that is our measurement as long as you do that then, I mean, you can stand before God with a pure heart and say, Lord, I have done everything Amen. that you have asked me to do. But, you know, my thought was, OK, we're going to read the King James Bible. We're going to follow it and we're going to do the very best we can to stay very close to it. But it seems like the closer I am to it, the fewer people come in, because I think we're living in the day and time when people not endure sound doctrine, but they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears 
please tell me what I want to hear. Tell me there's a pre-trib rapture. Tell me that everything is, you know, prosperity, prosperity. And just like it says, and people demand, they, God gave me a dream uh, 15, 20 years ago. They beat my people with their checkbook. And, and the dream said that if you don't preach to me what I want, then you don't get my donations and I leave. And I go to somebody else that will preach to me what I want. And oh, boy, is that true. And that is what I feel is going to be exposed. These things will be exposed. And so we will see the real church arise uh, through uh, this uh, ashes. That's good. I look forward to it. All right. Now, the next thing is, which is sort of piggybacking on something earlier, you must prepare for power outages, masses of poor, masses of spiritual refugees, masses of homeless families. So this, uh, this again, is a prophecy that God has given me in the beginning of this year. And it has started, and we already see this in many parts of the world. This is already happening. Uh, many nations are going through this right now. They're experiencing this that we are in. Those nations and states, states are ripe for harvest and will need resources and missionaries. So here these people are going through that trial and tribulation, and they are crying out to God. They, they, their whole life is shaken and falling apart. And I believe that America is, is, is touching in this season right now. There's a shaking. There's things that they are experiencing. Um, their plans are crumb, crumbling. And so now these people are ready to receive the word because God was not necessarily a priority in their life. Uh, he's, he was one of the 10 things that they needed. But right now they've lost so much and they realize that they need God to help them. And so they are ready to receive the word and to receive salvation. Miraculous provision will come to those who bless Israel. Famine and destruction will come to those who do not. That's a, a promise that God has given us in his word. He told us, his, his word says that those that bless Israel will be blessed. And so this is his word, and we will see the manifestation of, of this. And so that's why I do believe that everything that's happened in the natural um, is symbolic of uh, what is happening now. Israel is an important nation. It's not the nation or the only nation, but it plays a role. It is part of God's family, Jews and non-Jews, but they are part of that. And that's why I do encourage uh, people to bless Israel and ministers ministries. We've seen a lot of people, um, Christians or organizations who have spoken against Israel. And that's where I sense that they're going to go through the trial and tribulation. Of course, you and I have not had a whole lot of time together because when we are together, we're ministering. But yes. I don't think I remember talking to you about our vision to find oil in Israel. Did I? You have. You've shared a part of that, the, the drilling. And that's where um, I believe when I talk about kingdom resources, the wealth that you need to do that, that is a kingdom project. And so you have shared that vision with me, and that's what I sense is kingdom resources. God is giving kingdom resources for kingdom projects. So it's not, he's not releasing resources upon your life so that you can buy a boat and go on vacation. Is giving, although that'll be nice, but it gives you the resources for assignment. And so that well um, and the things you're talking about uh, that God has, has shown you, 
that it's part it's a it's a kingdom uh, mandate a kingdom purpose that God has given you prepare for the advance of the seventh day yes so i mean so this is the latter part of the prophecy we are i would say in the middle of this all right now of that specific word but uh, we going to enter into a place where and this is where God's bringing us back to his first love, back to what is really important. After the purification, and this is what God's do, doing right now. God is dealing with all of the ungodly stuff. He's busy sifting the world globally, all these ungodly things. If I say ungodly, I'm not talking about sinners. I'm talking about the church. God is shaking the church. He's getting rid of all that false doctrines and things that have crept in. He is exposing that. For what reason? So that we can come back to him and to what is, what is really important. And what is that? That is our first love. Well, now, I look forward to it. The love. final sentence is the time of the greatest awakening. Actually, you say awakening, not awakening. The time of the greatest awakening has arrived and the time of the greatest harvest is upon us. Now, I've used that word awakening specifically because people have been sleeping. And so <laughs> they are awakening, they, they're realizing, they're seeing what is really happening. And I want to say to people today that uh, it will not be possible to hide the truth anymore. The truth will come out. Um, there's a lot of lies out there today in the media and uh, in the world. God is going to expose all that and the truth. They will, be, they will wake to what is happening right now globally. I'm going to ask. I'm going to go ahead and ask. Maybe you can't or you won't or it's not proper, but would you take a moment and pray and see if the Lord would have anything to say to our Prophecy Club listeners just as a group? A prophecy for them. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, Father, we want to pray over every listener right now, everyone that's listening. So, Father, I pray right now for sound doctrine, Lord, that they will not be influenced by uh, different doctrines and different opinions like your word says handed down by demons but father that they would that the truth will prevail and come out that their eyes will open for what is real and for what is truthful and so i really sense that and and uh, as you as a minister that god has prepared you and that god has set you apart stand and you have created this group this team to come together and it's years that you have assembled you brought a group together. Now, I hear the Lord saying, it is time to go to phase two. It's time to go to the next level. What you have been busy with up until now and for Prophecy Club has been level one, the first level. And I hear God saying, it's time to move into the second step, the second level. And I really believe that God is busy mobilizing Prophecy Club and the individuals and members instead of just attending meetings or following this ministry, just be a follower. God is using those individuals to go out and to establish something in their area, to become a voice in the town, in the city, in the nation, in the place where they are to stand up for what is truthful and to stand up for what is right. And so this is what I sense that God is doing with Prophecy Club right now and its members. God is mobilizing them. For years they followed you as a leader, but it's time for mobilization. And if I say mobilization, I'm talking about the word of God. 
stepping out with the word of God, not just being a listener anymore, but starting to become a doer and act upon the word and represent God in the area, church, community, where they are. Well, final last question. If President Trump were listening right now, what would you say to him? What would you prophesy to him as a prophet? I would I would prophesy to him that that he is an instrument in the hand of God and God has been using him. Now people might not like the instrument. They might not like the the uh, the uh, how the package looks or how the container now we can find a lot of fault with the container with the package but God is using him right now for a bigger and a greater purpose and I honor him as a man that is willing to lay down his life uh, to be used by God now he is he is really the most unlike I mean, unlikely person to be used by God. And this is what is so amazing and strange because, you know, we often think that the one that God will use, we look at them and we think it would be this specific person, like like Samuel that comes to anoint the next king. We think that this is how the person should look and be. And then God comes and he surprises everyone. And so right now, I do see him as a tool in the hand of God. And I would, I would prophesy to him, and I know that God's going to continue to use him as a tool for the, for the benefit of his kingdom, not necessarily a benefit for his life and for him as an individual, but for, as a benefit for the kingdom's sake. And so he's being used at this moment. But I do sense that we have to pray for him and pray for those that God wants to use. It's not just him but those that God is using because the enemy is fighting that. And so I would just pray and, and prophesy to, to him, stay strong, stand strong, and don't rely on your own strength and ability. Just be that instrument in the hand of God. All right. Andre is going to be speaking and giving prophecies this coming Saturday night. I believe it is October 17th. Yes. October 17th. Yes. It's not this coming Saturday. October 17th. At the Spirit of Prophecy Church on the corner of Park and K, the address is 2540K Avenue, Suite 100 in Plano, Texas. He's going to be speaking from 6 to 8, and it's probably going to be a packed house, so my suggestion is that you're in your seat at least 30 minutes early. Once again, Spirit of Prophecy Church, 2540K Avenue, Suite 100 in Plano, Texas. He'll be speaking from 6 to 8 p.m. Andre Give us your website and how people can contact you. Um, my website is propheticlife.co.za. That is for South Africa. And on my website, all the information and contact details is on that website, www.propheticlife.co.za. That is for South Africa. Everything is on that. And be there on Saturday night. Come early. Um, There's not a lot of space available. God bless you. Thank you very much for coming on. I look forward to seeing you there, brother. Bless you. See you soon.
When a nuclear device goes off, it produces an EMP electromagnetic pulse, and it fries every computer chip unless they're protected. The good news is EMPShield.com has devices a military testing facility says are 100% accurate to protect against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. And they come with simple installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV, and electric generators. You can have electricity in a blackout. EMPShield.com. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. This helps Prophecy Club. That's EMPShield.com. Promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. EMPShield.com. EMPShield.com. I also just learned that Heaven's Harvest has more food in stock. That's right. Freeze-dried, the coveted freeze-dried food in stock at HeavensHarvest.com. And if you put the promo code in STAN, it helps your Prophecy Club, and it also gets you a packet of heirloom seeds free. HeavensHarvest.com. Promo code STAN. S-T-A-N. HeavensHarvest.com. Stan. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins that can help you roll over your IRA, 401k. So tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you.